Welcome to Career Tools. Today's show, we have a special one, confidentiality with your bosses. One quick note before we go on, though. Nominations for the podcast awards end in just a couple days. Nominations end on October 18th at midnight. So if you're so inclined, we'd appreciate your support. Go over to podcastawards.com and vote for Career Tools in the business category. All right, folks, here we go with today's show. Okay, there's something we got to talk about here because this comes up in conferences during the Q&A, right? So we do the conferences and then we stick around essentially till the hotel kicks us out. We get lots of questions. And one of the ones we got recently, and we received a number of times, so I guess you finally decided we're going to get something down on on a show. But yeah, it, stop it comes, asking after the conference, right? Exactly. <laughs> Here's your answer. Exactly. We want to go no, home, so kidding. we're just going to answer kidding, questions folks. on the podcast. No. Um, the question comes up around trusting my boss and what kind of confidentiality I can have with my boss. And sometimes it's asked in the in the guise of, hey, can I share something with you confidentially? Right. Uh, and we have some thoughts on that. Yeah. You know, it, it often comes from new managers, right? Or newer managers. They haven't yet learned some of the underpinnings that go with professional management. They probably, their background is such particularly if you're younger, whether you're new or not, if you're younger, uh, you know, w- what what predecessors to this relationship do you have? Well, it's family and friends, right? And if you're in the first couple of years of professional career, you think of relationships and, you know, you trust somebody, you share not secrets exactly, but confidential stuff, right? Uh, and so some of those folks haven't yet learned the underpinnings of professional management, which is, you know, which is about what the relationship is built on, based on how, what the rules are, so to speak. And frankly, we're thrilled to, to share this because because this is risky, right? There's risk associated with not understanding. Once you understand the basis of it, most people go, oh, well, that's obvious. That's why you would then behave the way you do. But but if you don't know the basis, you don't know how to behave. And people are always asking about the behavior. So we're thrilled to ask it, because to answer it, because when people, they, they apply the wrong principle. And the, the, the principle comes out as my boss says I can trust him, right? And and previous people in their lives said, you know, you can trust me. And so they do. And the problem is they end up in an awkward or even worse, a professionally damaging situation. Yeah. So let's let's get to the answer. And warning, folks, uh, this is an answer that you probably don't want to hear, but you have to hear it. You need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So four, four points today's cast. Number one, there is never confidentiality with any manager ever. Unless I really trust them, right? No, no, really never. Or as Kate would say, ever, there's never ever confidentiality with any manager, no matter what. doesn't matter how you feel or what they say or anything, never. Number two, do not ask for it, nor expect it in any way, shape or form. Uh, number three, do not assume it can be invoked, right? Because of a comment or a phrase or whatever. And number four, lack of it, lack of confidentiality, folks, is still not an indication of a lack of a trusting professional relationship. So let's not make the concept of, well, we're going to have a relationship, then therefore it should be trusting. Let's not assume, therefore, that we can then be confidential because trust and confidentiality are two different things. And and we'll talk about examples of that as well. But the most important thing is there's never confidentiality with any manager or executive, any 
leader or person who outranks you in any organization ever, period, never. Hmm. Okay, so let's let's talk more about that. I mean, when you say never, there's never confidentiality with any manager. I get it. You mean like never. Right? Yeah, um, it's, it's uncontroverted, right? Our boss can never ethically provide any guarantee of any confidentiality to us. And I want to extend this. Uh, there are people who will argue, I think there are people in HR or employee relations will say, whatever you share with me will be in the strictest confidence. Even someone in employee relations, that is a falsehood. Okay. Hopefully it'll become clearer in the cast, but briefly I can say this. You can't, they cannot set aside their obligations to the organization and blind confidentiality in advance simply cannot be done. You, we cannot share anything with our boss ever that we believe or we hope to keep confidential in any way, shape, or form. Now, look, we're not saying that every boss will tell everything, will share everything that we tell him or her to somebody else. You know, we're not saying bosses are loose cannons at all. It's entirely possible that something we share with them will never be mentioned to anyone ever. We're not saying everything gets shared, but really that's not the issue in this situation. Okay. Right. People, I think people know that in, inherently that we're not saying that bosses are going to, the, the issue is no one, nobody is going to expect blanket secrecy. But the question everybody has is, might my boss share something that I don't want him to share? And the answer to that is that no one can say, not even your boss, not knowing what it is. The reason our bosses can't offer us, folks, they can't offer us any hint of confidentiality is that despite any efforts, we both of us are making it relationship building and one, including one-on-one folks. Well, you know, our, our core recommendation to, to being a better manager, uh, and you know, obviously you think, okay, one-on-ones are the exception. No, they're not an exception, right? Regardless of any of those efforts at relationship building, our boss's first responsibility, uh, her first relationship always is with the company. If your boss, folks, if your boss promises some sort of limited confidentiality, he would be committing to something that he can't guarantee, ethically guarantee. He, he might be able to guarantee it, but he puts himself at enormous risk, enormous risk to do so. Whatever we share, our boss has to measure any secrecy he could suggest or provide against his primary responsibility to the company. Right. And, and look, it boils down to if we share something with our boss that he reasonably, reasonably believes he might be obligated to report on, to act on, to communicate to someone based on normal, reasonable professional standards, he can no longer maintain any confidentiality he promised us. I mean, it's as simple as that. The relationship with the company is inviolate between the manager and the company. The employee, the direct of the boss, cannot ask for the boss to set aside his or her professional obligations. It's a bit like asking for confidentiality from anyone in your chain of command at any time or any other manager in the organization is the equivalent of asking someone in accounting to cheat. Right. And now we, yeah. we, we suppose, right. We suppose they, you can ask them and they can cheat, but we're not going to suborn that. And, and sure, somebody can offer it, but it's unethical. It's wrong. And, and that's why we don't recommend you ever ask. So, okay. So, th- so that, that leads us right to our second point, which is don't ask for it. Don't ask for confidentiality, nor expect it from your, from your boss. So that being true, what does that mean for us in our careers? What's, what does this mean? 
Yeah. Now, let's be clear. There are people who are listening goes, wait, wait, wait. My boss has offered me confidentiality. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> yeah, a bit like yeah. the CFO said, I've got a big pile of money here. I'll give you a billion dollars, right? The, the issue is our bosses can't legitimately offer us any confidentiality, right? Right. So, so it, folks, if your boss has offered you confidentiality, uh, we'll talk later about potential things that could happen when we ask, none of which are good. But if your boss is offered, you're you're walking a very fine line between risk and reward. And there's very little reward and lots of risk because your boss literally could be trumped at a moment's notice when, in fact, something comes up. Now, your boss may be just not very smart, but do you want to trust somebody who's not very smart? I mean, your boss may very well believe that she can offer you yeah. confidentiality and may very well intend to keep her promise, right? Yeah, But exactly. get trumped by other events. Yeah, sure. Right. But the question really is, okay, what should we do when we're thinking we might need to ask for it? We've got, maybe we've got a family situation. Maybe we've got a, you know, a personal situation. Maybe we've got a work situation that we don't know what to do. And of course, once you share it and you can't say, well, my friend did this or I heard a story about that, what would you recommend? Because then the cat's out of the bag. Right. And so what we're hoping to do is get advice from someone, our boss because we don't know how to proceed. But of course, the moment we share that situation, it being confidential, hoping that if it's if it's not something that requires action, well, it'll just stay confidential. That's the problem. Because the boss doesn't know whether it's going to be confidential, he or she can't offer it. And by the way, let's go a step further. Mentors, if your mentor is in your organization, you can't ask your mentor for confidentiality. Or let me put it differently. Mentors don't offer it in any way, shape, or form. Now, if you're a mentor in another company, that's a different story because you're no longer bound by the, the manager-company relationship, which trumps the manager-direct relationship. Okay. Well, okay. But really getting back to it, what should we do when we're thinking we might ask for it? And the answer, of course, is we don't ask ever. We never ask our boss for confidentiality. Look, think about it. If you know your boss can't legitimately offer it, it really can do no good to ask for it. If you know that, you'd have to say, if you gave it to me, I know you would be doing something illegitimate or unprofessional. Look, ask or asking for it cannot get it. It's like asking a fireman to arrest somebody for speeding or you know, asking the opposite, asking a police officer to put out a fire or a football player to hit home run during a football game. You can ask all you want. It's never going to happen. Now, it, it could be offered, the, the you know, the, the football player, you know, <laughs> who's kicking the ball might very well say, sure, I'll hit you a home run, but it's not going to happen because confidentiality, it doesn't expire, right? It, 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 I, I trust you never to share this with somebody else, but. What's the harm of asking though? I mean, in high school, I, I mean, What's the harm of me going and asking the the head cheer, cheerleader for a date? I mean, she's never going to go out with yeah. me. But what's right. what's? I mean, all she can say is no, right? Yeah, there, there are so many dangers. We can't even count that high. But I I have four that, frankly, people miss some of these. And so let's just give you just sort of a around the horn a little bit. Look, if our boss knows that he can't say yes, he probably expects us to know that too, right? And look, bosses, we don't want to. We're, we're not casting aspersion in bosses here. Mike and I both, I'm sure, we, we forget what we didn't know and when we didn't know it. I mean, when did I learn X or Y or Z? I can't tell you. There are moments of clarity where, oh, yeah, I remember that. And usually there are significant emotional events, right? If somebody puts a cigar out on the uh, the, the blouse of your uniform, you, you remember that. But if our boss knows 
he probably expects us to know that too. And so one of the negatives is it makes us look selfish for asking for something that she can't possibly provide. Right? Simple yeah. as that. Good point. Yeah, that's probably the look I got from the cheerleader that I didn't There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't possibly say yes to you, of course. <laughs> how can you, not in my social class. Yeah. How can you possibly right? think? <laughs> Same situation. Our boss knows he can't say yes, right? He expects us to know that too. It makes us look professionally naive to ask for something that causes our boss to violate one of their core principles, regardless of what kind of relationship we have, right? Let me give you another one and another really good one. Our boss might mistakenly offer confidentiality, oh my gosh, which means nothing, right? It makes us feel good, but doesn't mean anything. And then later, he or she is forced to break it. And, and look, we're doing a separate manager tools cast on just just helping managers, but manager tools managers are in the minority. We admit it. We regret it, but we admit it. And so you can't trust the boss who does it. And if they do offer it and we feel all good and then we go home and discover, how did everybody else find out about this? Well, because the boss was obligated when he went home, he thought about it. And look, once you ask your boss and your boss says, sure, I'll, I can keep it confidential. And then he hears it and goes, I'm sorry, but I, I can't keep that confidential. Then you're like, wait, 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 wait. I never would have showed you. Oh, oh, oh. Well, no, it's too late. Sorry. And, and, and you can't say, please, 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 please. That's generally not in the book of how to have a great relationship with your boss, right? So you may get an offer of confidentiality. It means nothing. Your boss may later be forced to break it. And then everybody's in tears, right? And then think of it this way. Even if you can trust your boss, what if your boss mistakenly offers confidentiality, keeps his word because he mistakenly believes his word to you can trump his word to his company, which may have been uh, um, never spoken out loud, but nonetheless exists when he takes over his responsibilities as manager. And he puts himself at risk when he reveal, when, when someone else review, reveals that he knew that we had shared that with him, right? right. He keeps his word and then admits later, no, I actually knew about this. And they said, well, we're going to fire you and him because you had knowledge of fraud or waste or abuse that was so significant or malfeasance or, or, you know, illegal activities or unethical activities or illicit activities. You just can't put your boss in the situation of sharing something like that. And we're not saying that every ask of confidentiality is all that big. You may think it only needs to be confidential for the next 48 hours. But look, think of it this way. Suppose you say, look, I, I don't want you to share this with anybody, but I'm leaving in a month. And I know that the company would be very upset. I know there are rules about this, uh, you know, but, but you've got to give me a pass. I, I just want to let you know because I like you. You're a good boss. Uh, and then the boss goes into a meeting where they're talking about people and, and the, the boss says, well, you know, I'm sorry, but I do have information about my direct. He's leaving in a month. And that affects all kinds of things. You know, the the direct says, now that I'm getting promoted, I want the promotion to go through so my other company will see that I've gotten promoted and then I can get the job that I want. Well, the boss can't legitimately allow the company to promote you when the boss knows that you're leaving, right? That's putting your needs, your wants, your interests above the company. And the boss simply cannot do that ethically. So, Bottom line, the professional approach is is simply to never ask for confidentiality from your boss or any other manager or executive in your entire organization. Good. Now, this next point might feel a little bit to some folks that we're beating a dead horse, but we, we've really got to say this because our experience suggests that some of you just aren't listening. And so you cannot assume that this confidentiality clause can be evoked. 
It happens to us all the time. Whenever we talk about confidentiality and probably about a thousand other topics, right, this, right. This, this situation plays itself out, right? We get asked and then we have this really black and white crisp answer, right? We're direct, we're clear, we're completely unwavering in our answer. And right. as soon as we say, no question, black and white, unequivocal, do this, you have no choice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. As soon as we say that, we get, but, 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 but wait, 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 this situation is different. <laughs> My boss said what actually led up to this was, and we get right. a thousand caveats. We listen, usually, <laughs> and then repeat our black and white answer. Folks just don't get it sometimes. Yeah. And, and confidentiality is one of those folks where, one of those situations where folks seem to think the situation, the wording, the way the question was asked, what the boss did, how good the relationship is, somehow, somehow their situation allows for some uh, future scenario where confidentiality can be invoked or assume, assumed or created or allowed. And the fact is it can't. You know, it, it's funny. Suppose somebody says, okay, off the record here, blah, blah, blah. Well, look, this is important fundamental stuff when it comes to professionalism, folks. Um, the person with the confidentiality, the confidential information, the one who wishes confidentiality from the other person, that person can never invoke confidentiality from the other person by rushing or by making a statement. One certainly can't get it by saying so after or even right before making some sort of confidential utterance. Right. Um, and, and look, we, we hear this when we get the question about confidentiality and people want to trump the black and white answer that we give. There's often talk of trying to compare managers and, and directs, right? The professional relationship that exists there with, with or even with other employees to reporters or, or, or politicians, for instance, who go, on, who go off the record with reporters. What's funny about that is when the example is brought up, it's clear the person who's using the comparison, trying to convince us to say their situation is different, completely misunderstands the whole issue of confidentiality and off the recordness, if you will, of politicians and reporters. If a source or an interviewed person, interviewee says, off the record, blah, 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 there is no guarantee of confidentiality, folks. That is a rookie, rookie mistake. Why is right? that? Okay, because look, in order to get confidentiality, you have to ask the other person. We can't, again, we can't simply invoke it. You can't go around creating obligations for other people simply by saying things out loud. You cannot do it, right? Now, what's interesting about that, you can in in an organization if you're a manager to direct, right? But although a manager can't invoke confidentiality with his directs about personal stuff, but you can't simply invoke it. I can't walk up to you and say, what I'm about to tell you is confidentiality, confidential, because it require, you're, you're not able to do it. It would, it would be as if you could walk through your life making everything confidential to everybody. Right. No matter what the situation, no matter the clever comparison, you can't invoke or in any way get any confidentiality from our boss based on a, a deathbed utterance, none of that stuff. Any confidentiality that's offered to you is inherently suspect. It, it's essentially, therefore, unprofessional. It, it's almost two wrongs not only don't make a right, but they make a really, really dangerous wrong, 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 wrong. When a person who doesn't know better asks a manager for confidentiality and then the rookie manager offers it, right? That never should have been asked because it's against the fundamental principle of being a manager and the manager can't offer it and yet he or she does so. And now we've got someone thinking they can get something that some, the other person thinking they can in fact offer it to them and then of course, something trumps it and everybody's miserable. Right. Well, okay. There's a couple of other oh, analogies that people 
talk about when talking about confidentiality with their oh, yeah. managers. And, yeah. and we probably ought to address those as well, just yeah. to be complete. So yeah, and these are these are a little to me, these seem different than manager direct, but nevertheless, they are professional. They are widely understood or or talked about in the way. Uh, doctor patient privilege, priest penitent privilege, and lawyer client privilege, right? But the comparisons are totally flawed for, for an interesting reason. Look, yeah, that type of confidentiality that a priest or a doctor or a lawyer provides does increase communication, and it's good communication, effective communication. Talking to a priest, knowing it's truly private, being able to be candid with your doctor or lawyer, it increases those effective communications. But in comparison to the manager in this situation is flawed. And the reason is because in all those cases, the confidentiality is built around the patient or the penitent or the client. The oath of the professional, the doctor or priest, right, is designed around the individual. But managers and directs can have no illusion about whom the manager is serving. When we're a manager, we don't ever serve our directs. We always serve our organization. In fact, when you think about it, to a direct, a manager is our organization. So a manager can't grant us something which isn't theirs to grant. So the comparisons are interesting but they, they don't they don't hold water because the fundamental principles underlying the relationship are fundamentally changed. Okay. Now I can hear a number of our listeners really rebelling against this idea because in their mind they think that we're suggesting that there's no trust here. Yeah. It, it, yeah people say, well, if we're working for a trusting relationship, why can't I trust my boss? And I, I think we, what we feel is that that supposition is built on an inherent fallacy that there are only two types of relationships, ones that are completely trusting and totally open and ones that are completely untrusting. In other words, if I trust you, I can trust you completely, totally in all ways, in all shapes and forms. And, and of course, that's false, right? We trust our spouses and we trust our kids. But do we trust our 12-year-old as well as we do our 20-year-old? Do we trust our mother as much as we trust our brother? There are things we would tell our spouse that we would not tell our brother, things we would tell our brother we would not tell our mother, right? And yet we would probably consider all of them trustworthy, and we would describe ourselves as being in a trusting relationship with each one of them. And and what that means is there is essentially a sliding scale of trust. There are friends that you would say, oh, she's my best friend, right? And so I can trust her completely. Um, And actually, some people would say, well, no, she's my best friend, but I would not trust her completely. So when somebody suggests that confidentiality is inherent in a trusting boss-subordinate relationship, which, by the way, if I'm the subordinate I'm working on, I'm being candid and open and professional in my communications and one-on-ones and so on, my boss is developing me, he treats me fairly and so on. If they say that confidentiality is inherent in that, that it's assumed, right? I think what we're doing is conflating two ideas that don't need to go together and, frankly, don't go together in almost any other relationship we have. We totally can have a trusting relationship with our boss and yet still understand they can't grant us confidentiality, right? We can have a trusting relationship and if they mistakenly offer confidentiality, still choose not to share 
with them and not have it affect the relationship. So folks, when we talk about confidentiality, we're not suggesting, oh, this is one of those fundamental things that proves that your boss is always your boss. Well, your boss is always your boss. And we have to recognize that because they have special, they bring special powers and obligations to our relationship with them. But that doesn't mean you can't trust them in in many ways and still recognize you can't expect confidentiality from a boss because they can't offer it to you. Good. Well, Mark, I thought this was a really good show. And I was sharing with you before we started recording that this is something as former managers and executives, we absolutely understand, right? There's no question in our mind. And and sometimes, like you said earlier on the show, sometimes you forget what you know. Um, and right. although we know it, I can't recall ever reading anything or having a discussion with someone about this very important point relative to communications with my boss. Never. You know what? You know, I think that is, I think it's because it boils down to um, the people who might talk about it. There might be a paragraph or two in a book where people talk about it and they talk about it theoretically and they say the boss's responsibility is all over the company. Although God forbid you read a book and somebody says, well, the, the, the relationships are shifting and all that kind of stuff. Cause that's real humanity and so on. Well, you don't want to, you want to put that book down, but, but if in fact it were brought up, it would brought up theoretically and, and it would start to break down. Cause some of those people writing about it, academics would say, okay, what does that mean when somebody asks for confidentiality? And frankly, there are people in the business world who say, no, no, you know, ER and HR, you can share confidential things and that confidentiality really can't be violated. Well, no, that's not true at all. There's no executive who runs HR or ER who would who would allow that. I think it's because it breaks down. You can talk about it theoretically, but people don't want to say, okay, what would I recommend in the day-to-day life of a typical manager and subordinate? And so you and I understand it. Part of it comes from our early experience with having to be leaders and managers very quickly in our lives and learning the mistakes of thinking that someone can be can share confidentiality with us. But the bottom line is people don't talk about this. And yet senior people know it and they know you can't allow it. And yet, you know, it'd be nice if everybody had a mentor. On the other hand, you know, not everybody does. And so somebody's got to share it. And that's why we're doing it. Good. Well, I hope people listen, because this is one of those things that it might be uncomfortable and you may not like it, but violate this and it will end up in tears often. So. Yeah. And look, 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 we, we don't want it to be, so we don't want to be cynical about this. We want to share it with you because it's a reasonable thing for organizations to have managers, to have a relationship with the company first. It's a reasonable part of a professional life. And this is one of the outcomes that may not be perfect, but once you understand it, it's easy to behave around it. So we're not cynical. We're realists and we want everyone to know what we know. And that's why we do this. So wrapping up, there's never any confidentiality with any, any confidentiality with any manager ever ever, ever, ever. Don't ask for it. Don't expect it. Don't assume it can be invoked with some clever phrase or do it before the fact or after the fact, or just make a statement. And, and, and to be fair, you still can have a trusting relationship with your boss without having confidentiality. Lack of confidentiality is not an indication of a lack of a trusting professional relationship. Good. All right, my friend. Thanks. Thanks partner. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks everyone. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again next week. So long.